like the theme song says, this is Mark and Sarah Talk About Songs, and we are transmitting today, not live, but from the shores of the fragrant Gowanus at Kingkiller Studios. I'm Sarah D. Bunting. I'm here with my co-host, Mark Blankenship, and he's going to tell us a little bit about what's special about today. You guys, can you feel your headphones vibrating with the excitement that is pulsing through my body right now? I hope you can, because we, Sarah and I, are here as always. But with us very specially today are the Shondas, who are just such a fucking great Ooh. band that I have, whose music I have loved for... How long ago did Searchlights come out? 2011. I've been listening to their music on a loop, on repeat, for five years. And I just want to welcome you guys to the program. Oh, and please introduce yourselves individually as well. Yes, welcome thank to the you program. for coming. Thank you, Mark and Sarah. I'm Louisa Solomon, the singer in the Shondas. I'm Eli Oberman, the violinist. We are so excited to be here. We could not be more excited. Yeah, they do here. seem pretty excited, is, actually. Is vibrating out of us all. And not not mostly because of talking about the band. Mostly because <laughs> okay. of other things yet to come. Well, oh, and yeah. we will get to those other things. But let's do take a moment. For those of you at home who um, have yet to encounter the glorious music of the Shondas, please tell us a little bit about your band and about any projects that may be new to market. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when this episode is actually going to air, but, a week after the album drops. So. so a week before the day you're listening to this, hopefully, our new album, Brighton, is will be out. We'll be out on Exotic Fever Records, and we're very excited about it. We are a rock band with violin. I'm the singer. Eli also sings. Uh, we get compared to everything from Bikini Kill to Bruce Springsteen and told that we sound like Klezmer, even though none of us know how to play Klezmer. So... <laughs> Yeah, I, you can throw in adjectives. Huh, okay. Riot Girl, it's classic violin, rock, uh, klezmer. Yeah. I don't know. We yeah. could ask Mark to give a better answer. So but. that would make you klezbians. <laughs> um, someone has definitely said that at some okay. point. Yeah. I wouldn't say I personally identify that way, though. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we don't well, you're not in into labels, labels right no. now? Yeah, right. I mean, if you could just not assume that we're klezbians, like, that would be nice. <laughs> you're on the klezbian continuum. I'm actually going to leave now. Okay. <laughs> well, the my, well, my, this my was pronouns are Klezenbian, but no. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's new. I just meant to tell you. I will say that for me, just as a listener, one of the things that I love about your guys' music is, uh, however we want to define it genre-wise, I always have this two-part experience where on the first listen to any one of your songs, I just have that visceral experience of joy because the music is always so alive and present. And there's something about the way that the music works that I just feel like it's happening immediately as every time I hear the song. But then... On the second or third listen to a song, I get pulled more deeply into the lyrical and musical sophistication of what you're doing. So then I get to have that more intellectual uh, pleasure as well. So I love that all of your songs always give me that combination of I want to rock the fuck out. But then if I pay attention to what you're saying and the way that you're constructing your music, I can really appreciate it that way, too. So... Everybody, just so you know, we will be, as our outro music today, playing you a sample song from the new album, Brighton, and you can get a little taste of what I'm talking about. And you can find the album, I would assume, at uh, fine digital retailers everywhere. Yes, all, all only the, the finest. And our website, Shondas.com. Fabulous. Now, there are other songs, however, that we do want to talk about today. And when yes. we emailed the Shondas to ask them what they might want to discuss, uh, I think Sarah and I can agree. We were excited to see the list. The, the whole list was, it was a tough choice, but 
What we finally came this upon. This one was mullet and shoulders above. <laughs> We've never met you. So well we, put. We weren't sure what you'd be into. So I wanted to yeah. give you some options and it, make yeah, sure. Yeah, you weren't sure if it was a yes. safe space for the mm. film well, from which what this I will, song derives. There is no safe space for the no. film. Then no. we got to the part of this of the email where the phrase dirty dancing was used. And then our my heart quickened. Yes. And then we saw She's Like the Wind by Patrick Swayze featuring Wendy Frazier. And we realized, OMG, this is the choice. So before we dive Wendy in, Frazier. just in oh. case you guys need, I'm sure that everybody listening right now just felt something moving through all of your body up when I mentioned this song. But let's just take a could moment. Could have been nausea. <laughs> it could have been joy. And some of are indistinguishable. But let's just take Joy-sha. a moment to listen to a snippet of She's Like the Wind to get our minds all on the same page. intentionally added some of the sax into that clip. Oh, it's too I, good, guys. It's too I was good. like, is the sax solo going to enter <laughs> yes, here? Yes. Oh. So, to, so I would love to start enter. with you guys. What was it about this song that made you feel like you'd like to discuss it today? Oh my god, the unbridled like sexuality of this this film, everything it meant to young people in the 80s. This film is like a serious root. Serious root for both of us. And I can say that when I was in elementary school, there was a period of at least a year, maybe two, where I watched this movie almost every single day after school. (laughs) And I know that that also happened for Eli about five years ago. Yeah. Can I just share two quick things about my release? It's okay with me. It's why you're here. This is a safe space. Yes. um, I actually grew up in a fairly film and television deprived Environment opposite mm. of me, we've done a lot right. of education, and so here. I actually knew the soundtrack before I knew the film oh. because my aunt Mary made me a tape of the soundtrack, which we would listen to in the car. I can still see it in my mind's oh. eye with her, like she drew little tulips on it. It was the her tape signature was everything. Oh, the tape was everything, and then yeah, so I grew up with the soundtrack, and then I saw the film, and obviously was slain, and but but then also I, I mean then I. You know, I knew I loved it, but I hadn't watched it for many years, and I went through a terrible breakup. And I recently, like in adult life, yeah, like 2011, right. yeah, yeah. And it was like, and I don't, and I was just, you know, sobbing on the couch one night as your baby as having you'll been do. put figuratively in a corner. Yeah, and, and I was like, what should I do? There. I just need to like think about something else for a little bit. And I watched Dirty Dancing, and then the next night I was like guess i'll watch dirty dancing again (laughs) and like for like a while like i just watched dirty dancing every single single day day, night oh oh wow so that story you've been deep with yeah yeah. oh yeah we both have 
We've been deep, and obviously so is Patrick Swayze, if you right. listen to the true meaning of the, the lyrics. Do we have an FCC issue here, or can we swear? No, let's just holler out. I just wanted to make sure, because yeah. I mean, cause some key elements of the film include, obviously, the dick shot, and yeah. that <laughs> yes. many of us were pausing and yeah. investigating, oh, yes. and I think and my sisters and I were debating an it. when it was on the screen. Is it yep. a dick, or is it beige underwear? That was like a... a big debate my sisters convinced me there was something called a bodysuit that was used frequently mm. in 80s films when nudity was depicted or the the pouch it's untrue there is a there is a name for it really it's like the it's like the hammock the modesty <laughs> hammock yeah so you yeah. think but so but we get full, but i thought it was we get hip. full i thought it was full i thought it was true d well true d which is what true detective should have actually been and then they erased the little line in mm. post? post, did they have post in that year? I don't know. Was there someone? Please Google. Someone was had a their post. post in 1987. <laughs> he definitely um, had a post. But yes. you guys, or at least a trick. Um, <laughs> speaking of D, uh, we had before we started recording, we had just Great talked guys. about the very first line of this song, which is "I feel her wind through my tree." No, 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 no. Isn't it? She's. She's like, she's, the like she's like the wind. He just opens with yeah. the title yeah. of the song. She's, she's like, like the wind. The wind. He's my not tree. saving that. He blows I his wine. I thought it was trees. But is it I tree also or thought trees? it was singular. Well, the website I looked at today said tree singular, but okay. I do not stand by that website. I was just double checking because it seems so unbelievable to me. Because but- in the artless comparison to... Um, the trees being his pubes, otherwise it doesn't... <laughs> but what if his tree is just his dick? But then you how does guys, it go what if his tree is what his exactly heart? is well, she doing what? when she's giving a blowjob? It's a good job. question, but I have to point it's out terrifying that him. the lyrics don't really yeah, follow. Yeah, because her breath is a on number his of face. ways. Yeah, right. Well, because maybe his tree is his whole being. Oh, that's yeah. gutter mind. Yeah, like get your mind out of the gutter. Patrick Swayze is in love. No. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but so I feel like we've got two. It's a it's a, deep it's a split feeling, vote. Man. It's two two votes for dick yeah. or pubes. Two vote for soul <laughs> yeah, or spirit. I'm, I'm going with soul. I believe in this one. You're so I romantic. So yeah. I can't be yeah. both. I also True like soul. that the her breath in my face line sort of speaks to that awkwardness of sex. But I love how it's supposed to be hot, though. It's supposed to be hot, and it's, it's like actually totally like. <laughs> and you're like, oh, time, really? yeah. but you do it with someone you really like, and it's kind of all elbows. But you're like, okay, well, this isn't so great, but we'll get the hang. Her breath right. is in my face. Her breath is in my face. Yeah. And the breath is obviously, you know, metaphorically connected to the wind. Also, the trees. right, definitely Air. connected yeah. to the trees, but also like. If I'm remembering correctly, face wasn't necessary for the rhyme scheme or anything. Like, why couldn't it be like her breath on my neck or something like right. a little bit yeah. less gross? Like, that wasn't necessary. Right. Breath it's in like, the face. It's breath in yeah. my face. Are those it, Doritos? It sounds like baby Doritos. <laughs> yeah. Right. Or he's being mugged. Like, oh, you know, her breath is in my face. And then she put a knife. Like, yeah. And she's like out of his felony. league. Yeah, she's out. out. Well, that's another... Well, so that's not sure that, that's accurate. Which ties into the film. And well, and it's interesting because I, in my research, no. learned that this song was actually not initially written for Drake. Right. I, I that is written that. Film. Was it like, written years for before? Grandview, USA. USA for Jamie Lee Curtis. Wait, so we mm-hmm. all went. Yeah, oh, we, we all went to the same Wikipedia page. Yeah. But I'm proud of us all that we did that's that. That's what she mm-hmm. said. But, uh, <laughs> but I just felt like how interesting because... It, in a way, never quite made sense to me as a budding dramaturgical child that his character in the movie would feel so intimidated by Baby because that wasn't right. their dynamic that, at all. It no. totally wasn't. So she would be the one who felt like, 
she that he's out of her league, but then suddenly Rightly, she's out opinion. of my league. Well, except he does feel that, yeah, that's well, what yes. I was going to say. He does feel that she's out of his league. Oh. Not over like in terms class of class. Here. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's he's true. He's like the help, and this is a, yeah. a cross class budding romance. That's yeah. true. Against oh, you the know odds. What? That's a good point. Against all, let's take a look at me, Patrick. But yeah. your your point still stands, though. Like it doesn't it doesn't seem really add to up. fit the. Yeah. You know. Also, I would say that the lyrics internal to the song don't all really add up to one coherent narrative either. <laughs> no, I, he's well, like looking in the mirror and seeing an old man and stuff. No, a young old, a young man. old man. Yeah, can we talk about what the fuck was that? And then there's all this rippling happening, so you can't see what's going on in the video. No, it's very half the rippled. Time anyway. Yeah, it's very. But I was starting to get a little motion sick. Yeah. Oh, I didn't rewatch the video. Oh yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. It's all black and white. His mullet yeah. is so stellar, so splendid. So splendid. Yeah, Leonine. Yeah, it's wonderful. He was never less than Leonine, was he? Oh, I want to now take a moment though to holler out the other voice on this song. Please, lest we forget. Now you you did not hear her in the clip that we played, but if you go back and listen to the entirety of "She's Like the Wind," she really comes in. It's just a fool to believe. Yeah, just she's she's Mm -hmm. hitting those like harmonies and those adding those stanky ad libs. Her name is Wendy Frazier. And I, yes, that's what they yeah. are. I don't know. I don't know what else to call them. That was Vamp. to, vamps. <laughs> vamps. Also, I'm not. Stanky a, Adlib is way better. But you guys are Stank actually vamp. all right. Vamps. We'll call them vamps. That's also. Well, fine. this is what is so great about having <laughs> real musicians. We're just like yeah, civilians. <laughs> like, what do you call that? The thingy with the trilling. Well, yeah. you we don't just make up. So yeah, no, but it's really actually great because we're always here. Like, I am an you expert. know that part where you like blah blah blah. You know, and then that thing happens, and you guys are like, Fans. and then I'm trying to sing. Glissando. So I'm, yes, thank, <laughs> thank you. you. Exactly. Again. No, she was actually on RuPaul's Drag Race season four. Glissando, not really. Oh, I thought you meant what's her name? <laughs> oh, Wendy, no, Wendy Fraser. Fraser. Wendy Fraser. So, I got to remember that. You guys, name. the internet has room for everyone except apparently Wendy Fraser. No. Here's all I could find out is that she. Was in so fact sad. is this going to be another facts about Damon Albarn? <laughs> no, no, these are real. Okay. She was dating the co-writer of this song because Patrick Swayze co-wrote, co-wrote the song, it, yeah. which I'm very impressed by. I think he wrote it with his wife. Uh, no, because it, the 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 man the gentleman's name who co-wrote this with him was Stacy, but it was a male Stacy like God. Keech, like Keech. And <laughs> okay. Wendy Fraser was dating Stacy, not Keech, at the time that they co-wrote this song. And so she did the demo vocal with Patrick Swayze. And then several years later, when they brought the song forward they for Dirty the Dancing, demo to the and the producer, producer was like, yeah. get me Wendy Fraser. Yes. Now, so they didn't use the demo. This no, isn't like Adele demos that got no, 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 re-recorded. Okay. But they re-recorded it. So it would it. still have that charming... Amateurish, but then apparently Wendy Fraser became a jazz standards singer, and in the I think in two thousand and eight released an album whose name sadly I do not recall at the moment, but it had some amazing entering the Fraser. It was something called like Wendy City. It was something like what? (laughs) Thank you for the suggestions. Um, (laughs) Fraser Danger, no Fraser and Niles, but it was something to the effect of what a woman loves or something. Oh, it sure was. And she's wearing like that sort of jazz top, the sort of flowing black jazz top. I was picturing a blazer. I'm sorry. Well, basically, it's implied blazer. Okay, so that's. The blazer was implicit. <laughs> so that's what happened to Wendy Fraser. But I do want to say that... Oh, that's so tragic for her. I know. I that. Nothing. She just killed it believe. in this song, though. Because I do feel like the song is better for her, for her presence. I wonder if you guys agree. For- well, I was going to ask what you guys thought of um, Swayze's performance versus the lyrics. Yeah. I mean, I... I- 
I just have to say, because I was really focused on this today, there's a lot of effect on his vocal yeah. and his <laughs> choices. In and it's still not totally successful in filling space, fixing some things, problem yeah. or some issues. I noticed with that breath his control. choices breath control and note duration were very odd in certain moments. I've never thought about this in my whole life. Love the song. And her entrance is actually a little bit of a relief, I yes. feel. Because For of she's a singer. She's, she's yes. a singer and like adding the harmony there in that part really you know, draws him out a little bit. But I just want to say the choice for her to enter so late in the song, and I know I've said enter like a hundred times already, and I'm not done yet. But she should have entered sooner mm-hmm. so yeah. that we could have adjusted. I mean, it's almost like, surprise, Wendy Frazier. <laughs> I actually, I had the same critique. I'm shocked. I, yeah, I, I felt that... Do you want to write music together? I think we might have some similar tastes. Yeah. I look no, forward to seeing how I that shapes up for you guys. How Wendy Frazier adds in at the <laughs> end of Brighton. God, maybe we can play with her. Um I bet you could. I don't. Oh God, I don't think she's dreamed of opening for Wendy Frazier. <laughs> she's she, opening for y'all. Yeah, I, I think. She, it was a relief when she came in. I felt, and I, I did. You know, I thought she entered very well, but I, I do does. think that she could have entered sooner, and it would have provided some more balance. Um, <laughs> Too much foreplay. Yeah, yeah, there was. But um, I just want to say that my particular favorite, bizarrely sung like moment of of the sways um that also coincides with like kind of the cheapest lyric is when is when he says insane oh it makes me go insane and it's yeah. like so and it's like, it's like you phantom my life insane. Insane. like it's In like Andrew Lloyd Webber coached him on yeah. that moment yeah that was like trapezoid mouth you my, can totally yeah I will say that despite the you know his you know, non-professional singing delivery. Delivery. I did. I, I want to give him credit for not trying to do too much. Mm-hmm. Like I felt that he understood what his limits were, and he just sang the song. It's in understated a, in a plain and understated fashion, and let the song speak for itself. And I really appreciated his judgment. I was moved by regard. it my whole life. I mean, yeah. until I scrutinized it today, I'd never really even noticed that his notes oddly cut off, like in yeah. irregular moments in the bar well and i feel like those are some very good points but listening (laughs) to it listening to it for me today for the first time in quite some time i was struck by the fact that it's actually a pleasant song because i did a little bit more research uh on the topic of uh actors who randomly released one song that's my fault since i suggested that topical tie-in but you know i also rem- you know what i also the realized return of the return of bruno but our listener carrie driscoll had also requested that we talk that we do some sort of showdown between bruce willis and eddie murphy for their for That's their right. hits. so it's actually Carrie oh, Driscoll likes to party all the time she does party all the time um but you party know wait, wait sorry but didn't did he or did he not also do time of my life no that was, not. Bill, that was not Bill, i was gonna bring that up i was Common just making sure okay. i thought he sang hungry eyes i, I knew he, he didn't do hungry time eyes. of my life and i knew i was wrong though that this I is thought the that only song one was he did so hot oh but anyway eyes? please yes, i would take my shirt off for eric carmen today like I, eric carmen yeah that's who sings oh hungry eyes. and also make me lose control if you remember that song that, Super i high. loved that song. yeah i'm sorry i interrupted you though i no. just needed clarity on that point no it's important um and uh uh i've had the time of my life was jennifer warrens who sang on every 80s soundtrack hit and yes. bill medley of the righteous brothers i believe was it what not? a wonderful musical name Yes, Bill, Bill Medley. Medley. Is that his, and nice. The if, name he was born with, or was he like... I, I, I do not know for certain, but I do know that it is the name he deserved. 
Yeah, <laughs> it's the right. name we all deserve. He earned it. But looking back, I just I made a list of some some actors who throughout the pop music history, going back into the fifties, who who had no other aspirations apparently to musical careers, but were suddenly had a one hit song. And I just want to read a few of them for you now. <coughs> um, in the fifties, Tab Hunter had a song called "Young Love." He was I did a, know that he was a pinup boy who has uh, gone on now to, to some renown for being openly gay. Uh, and he's in his 80s, and he's still thriving, and he like survived the closet of the 50s. But in wow. the, at the he's time, still a pinup boy. He actually is still quite handsome. Yes. Oh my god! But he had a song called "Young Love" that was such a huge hit, and he was on contract at Warner Brothers, and they created Warner Brothers Records for him. Wow! Too because Young Love was on a different label, and the boss of Jack Warner got so mad that he didn't get any of that money that they made the record label Warner Brothers for Tab Hunter. Oh my God, Louisa and my mouth are wide open. So there, there's I'm then, gaping. And yeah. then a few years later, Shelley Fabre, the daughter on Donna Reed show and the, the girlfriend on Coach, she reached number one <laughs> when she was on uh, the Donna Reed show with Johnny Angel. And then, oh. cutting forward to the 80s, we've got Eddie Murphy, Party All the Time, written Natch. by Rick James. We've got Bruce Willis with a terrible rendition of, I've just lost the name of his, Respect Yourself, by right. the Staple Singers. Oh. And he had That's a whole, horrible. he had an entire album, he had a tour, yeah, he insisted on being addressed as Bruno when he was on Late Night, there yeah. was a TV special, I'm pretty sure. So do we it agree was, that oh Eddie Murphy wins in that? Oh, wait, that, but I, Is guys, I missed Fox this in my list? deprived environment. Well, no, because Jamie Foxx had more than one hit. So I was like... Oh. Kind of has a musical career. Yeah. Kind of. Then there yeah. was Don Johnson with the egregious oh. heartbeat. Has anyone ever seen that? It's terrible. The video? So, no, no, no. There was like a Film? video novella with oh, nudi- with the modesty pouch. Oh, my God. I forget the actress who's in it, but it's just so basically ahead of like its time. softcore porn. And then him singing like he has all the kidney stones. <laughs> <laughs> it's a total like it's definitely a peanut gallery watch the, is this in I don don johnson's the john johnson one yeah, yeah. okay oh, i'm looking that God. up later he's yeah. wearing like a cater waiter outfit with no shirt oh, i've never Looks seen like there's like all these veins like threatening to blow in his oh, forehead so good to know there are more pop culture gems than we've already yeah, yeah. So well, and then finally i'd like to blow your mind in case you thought this trend was over the kid who played walt on lost do you remember? Did Walt! anybody watch Lost? Yes, and then so, they had to like I put him tried, on a boat because he hit puberty. That yeah. kid. He, <laughs> sure. He's now in a in a duo called MKTO. His name is Malcolm Kelly, and the other guy's name is the initials are TO. Anyway, Torello. He had a song that reached number fourteen like two years ago that isn't very good. But anyway, but looking at this whole what list, genre of uh, slick pop, slick yeah. pop. Okay. Um, but looking at this list, the only person who co-wrote his own material was Patrick Swayze. Was the yeah. Swayze? So I just feel like this is my. And I'd like to dance. I just want to choreograph everything. And, he, and because he could dance, because he was such, a, he was a great dancer, and he yeah. and his wife danced together. Mm-hmm. So I would just oh like God, to throw out Lisa. I would just say, to my mind, she's like the wind, which also does have a beautiful chorus. It is the winner. Now I know you mentioned party all the time, and that's my second place. But for me, Sways. No, Sways beats crowd. party all the time. Okay, I yes. thought the question was posited about Bruce Willis versus Eddie yeah. Murphy, and oh, I no. was just saying between those two, yes. Eddie Murphy is clear. No, Eddie no, Murphy yeah. all the way. This yeah. is a whole other category. But like Patrick, yeah. like he did the do. I'm He's really a impressed. Talented right. man. Right. I I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Um. I just want to throw in there that I did meet the Sways. Oh, <gasps> really? What? Yeah. I when met the this Swayze, happen? 
And I, I am glad that this isn't live because it means my sisters can't call in to correct my story because in my memory, <laughs> when I met him, which was coincidentally at Barnes & Noble, as we were just discussing, when I was eight in an autograph line, in my memory, he signed my book and then he embraced me. <laughs> my two older sisters... Was his do, breath on your do face? Do not concur that his breath was on my face. They they think he he signed the book. You know, we met, maybe shook hands, but I'm the only one and with the memory of the, the touch. Oh, that's so bad. it's not clear what really happened. Well, I, I just want to say th- that. I think but he was clear. a gentleman. I think it's clear what happened, and I think what happened is that Mark and I win the bet about the tree being his soul, and that you just felt it. You felt embraced by, or maybe yeah. my sisters were so jealous or that they repressed the whole maybe thing. Maybe she felt yeah, something well, else. Yeah, here's the thing: is you felt <laughs> his breath on your face, but she was, but she was his eight. body yeah. close. You don't impugn his memory. I am so sorry. <laughs> the estate of Patrick Swayze will now take us for all of our. It seems like literally every episode we court legal action in one way or another. <laughs> I know it's one way to get press. Well, yeah. you guys, with that, I feel like we've done honor to she's like the wind and i cannot thank you guys enough for bringing in this spectacular ballad oh my god but there's so much more to be I, said about oh. it i mean can i say musically, one other we could you know unpack what? the entire well, song it, it, mark then i don't want to stop you i want to keep the fountain flowing okay Tell, this is just i mean just this a is, few more observations yes please the b-side to she's like the wind is um the uh maurice williams and the um and the hey baby no, stay? it's stay. Oh, stay. Right oh, there. won't you stay? Yeah, which is like, right. which Crash. is, I think, my favorite of the actual oldies on the soundtrack. Right, mine too. And I love that song. Put it on a mix last summer. And it is, at one minute and 36 seconds, the shortest song to ever be a number one billboard hit. What? I put that on. Remember when we had, Punk we've rock. had this conversation yeah. many times about those little sub two minute songs that would slide onto the end of a mixtape yes. and you had that little tail end. Thank you. That was flawless for that. Flawless. Oh, and it remains. And I love that mm-hmm. song and I want to listen to it over and over and over and probably partly because it's a minute and 36 seconds long. I, yeah. I think, and Re- that also, real the idea value. of that totally. as a B-side to She's Like the Wind speaks a lot to this sort of anachronistic magic that was Dirty Dancing yes. because as children in the 80s, I did not have a grasp on what songs were from the 50s or 60s right. and no. what songs were from the it 80s. It didn't occur to me that they wouldn't have heard I've Had the Time of My Life at the actual final dance. You know, like, of course, yeah, they the would be, why wouldn't they be playing that song? Yeah, I mean, and like, it was the, just all one. I yeah. spent my summers in the Catskills, so like, I felt very connected to Baby in that regard, and that was the music we were listening to in the Catskills, so it all added up to me that And that was the music I was listening, listening to, to in the 80s because I had sort of older parents and we listened to the oldie station and i was yep. like this doesn't really work and jerry orbach was like this person oh, out of orbach. time yeah and God, was sort of yeah. mean in that movie which mm-hmm. is weird but he's very no. he's stern but loving but, yes i miss that guy yeah i miss that guy too my only and his eyes i we all miss his, his eyes <laughs> i had a trivia Hungry team eyes. called jerry orbach's eyes that was a champion at a trivia event that i did for a while a trivia team yeah but, called jerry orbach orbach's because eyes. of those oh because of those subway, subway eyes. Eyes. Oh yes. subway jerry eyes. orbach gave his heart and soul to acting but he gave, he his, gave eyes his eyes to, to two lucky new yorkers amazing. that is such can you imagine subway. knowing you had orbach cornea that would be a gift i have to make one other musical observation since we're here as experts on the music yes music um did you notice in your analysis today, Eli, the way the chorus is sort of like a pre-chorus and a refrain? Yeah. Like, it's actually a, an odd chorus yeah. because it's like, it's the building feeler, 
feel your breath on my yeah. face. That part is almost not quite where it hits. And then it almost switches to halftime. Yeah, with the for just, the, just a, fool a fool to, to believe. believe part. Like the yeah. cadence switches. Yeah, it did seem sort of bridgey. Yeah. Or like a lead up to a developmenty in, yeah. in some way. Yeah. And yet it sits as a composite, as a chorus. Each it's, time it comes, you're psyched. Yeah. It's, it's a very odd structure. <laughs> Definitely. So, Speaking of odd structure. Coming and entering. <laughs> Speaking of odd structure, when I watched the video, it reminded me. Um, the video reminded me, like the movie, that they're like, although the relationship between the two of them was extremely hot to me, there's baby and Patrick's baby. Yeah, there's also Penny. And oh God, a lot Penny. of the, like, even though throughout the movie, like, the way that the tension in their relationship develops makes it really hot, like, babies, like, there were no, like, there's no just short clips of baby for that music video where like she's looking so sexy because that wasn't really like what was happening. You didn't think the kids and the cutoffs. No, and the even though she over the course well, of the film it she does feel butt. that way. But Penny and the scene of the three of them dancing together and like the that was also a real a real See, I didn't rewatch she the and video. Swayze, not the Penny actress, but yeah. Jennifer Grey and Swayze had disliked each other since Red Dawn. Yeah. Oh, they didn't. They didn't yeah. get along? No, yeah. and it makes me so sad. I know. Oh my god, it's a tragedy to me. I know. It's like how that. the Golden Girls didn't get along. I know. I oh my god. Only B. Arthur. Only B. Arthur. I know, but, but she's like, everything. And she but, hated cheesecake. But like, so B. Arthur and Betty White apparently had some sort of ongoing blood feud, and we'll never know the details, and it still saddens me to this day. Uh, yeah. I, it, it saddens us it too, saddens but supposedly me. everyone except B. Arthur did get along. Okay. Yeah. And it was just B. Anyway. Ganook. Enough about that. Ganook. Yeah. Okay, well, guys, please come back anytime. This oh, was, we will. I, I, I Every just reiterate. With, we don't even need to do this soundtrack. for the podcast. Like we can just. Do you guys want to come over now? This, and, right? yeah, okay, sure. I'm drinking for two. So great, <laughs> awesome. It was Thank such God. a joy again to just have you guys bring your 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 enthusiasm mixed with your musical expertise. Like the way that you were talking about it, I was like, I would never have thought of that, but it's so true. Yeah, please, please comment on our Facebook page about our stupid comments about music. <laughs> Speaking of social media, please tell the listeners where they can find you. On oh my media. God, we're on all the social medias. We're at Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. But what you might need to know is how to spell our band name. So our band name is Yiddish, and it's very inconvenient for you. And we apologize, but we named it ten years ago, and it's a great name because it means the disgraces, but it's spelled S H O N D E S. Shandas. Or Shundas. Shundas, as I've been saying. It's so much work. You could have been called, like, the Meshugana, the Narishkate. Oh, believe us, the original list of band name ideas was Like, why can't it be Narishkate? Because no one's going to know how to spell it. That's why. It was all Yiddish and Buffy references, which is another crossover TV to music. You guys. Music. Well, we'll talk about that in a second. I, I, if we don't stop talking, we're never going to stop Not the musical talking. Adam Bush, but that's not yeah. a number one hit. Bush. But with that, and don't forget, you guys, that your, the outro music you'll be hearing <laughs> today is all. from the Shunda's new album, Brighton, available oh now. Thank you again for being incredible guests. And this has been Mark us. and Sarah Talk About Songs. Thank
Songs is hosted by Mark Blankenship and Sarah D. Bunting and edited by Sarah D. Bunting. That's me. This episode was recorded at King Killer Studios and engineered by King Killer's chief cook and bottle washer, Dave Bunting Jr. You can follow him and King Killer Studios on Twitter at KingKiller69. You can follow us on Twitter at Talk Songs. You're also welcome to like our Facebook page, Mastass.podcast, and you can email us anytime with song requests, video links, or questions about our ad rates. That address is talkaboutsongs at gmail.com. And if you have a sec, we'd love it if you'd review the podcast positively on iTunes or your podcasting download instrument of choice. It really helps us with our ratings, and it makes us feel great. Today's theme song is by David Gregory Byrne, and our outro is Nightwatch from our special guests, The Shundas, on their new album, Brighton. Thank you for listening to Mark and Sarah Talk About Songs. You save me every day, every day. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks that's what our podcast people are the worst brings you with each episode i'm rachel And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.